This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Huff. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's edition of Talking Cowboys. We are here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio with only a few days left. Yes. For the Cowboys season opener against the Giants at AT&T Stadium. So today, we have a great show for you guys. Whether you're watching or listening, we're going to get down to this game and break it down. But how's everyone doing today? Fantastic. We got football tonight. And Isn't that the best? It's the best. And like you said, a couple days till Cowboys Giants. You going to go out and watch it? No, I'm going to watch it on the couch, Mick. I'll be in the press box soon enough. All right. Yeah. Are you, are you telling us you're not you're not going to make homemade pizza tonight or yeah, something? Yeah, like that? absolutely. That's what I thought. On the that couch. Was, yeah, yeah that I'm kind not of a traditional actually, thing. Somebody I asked me if are, do you go out and, you know, go to the bars and watch it? I go, "No, I watch it." Got his, Just sit got his back and order some Papa John's. And That's right. There you go. A great time. And well, put your Tommy John's. my Tommy John's. <laughs> Tonight is an exception for me because I'm going to be flipping back and forth between the game uh-huh. and DCC making the team. Because oh, okay. Two of my teammates will actually be on the show tonight. Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, making their appearance on DCC making the team. Mickey's a, a veteran at this, but Brian. But this was new. This was media training. Yeah. And Brian and I were the professors. Wow. You know what I think is going to be interesting? So we sat over here, yeah. and the young lady sat over there. So we, we asked uh, the very difficult questions that we always do. But I'll tell you what was interesting. I think, Mickey, just real quick, I don't want to go into this a whole lot. but Hey, you're do, famous. I need to hear more. No, do you, but you think they're going to they're going to – what part do you think they're going to use? The one where we're talking with Kelly and them afterwards or the actual interview – because we were pretty. Well, I'm gonna. Th- we tend to be pretty critical. I'm gonna think they used the parts with the ones that made the team. Sure. Right. Hopefully. Because yeah. I mean, it was all the rookies. Yes, it was. And they a couple, all and a couple of selected it. veterans. There yeah. were a couple of selected veterans. Yeah. Will there be bloopers at all? Do we know that? No. Mickey and I were first takers. Did you wear makeup at all? No. no. Okay. <laughs> all natural. The gals did. They look. They look. They're very pretty. Very All right. <laughs> well, hopefully it's Check a it out tonight. game this yeah. Sunday. Let's just yes. say that side of the table during the interview Absolutely. looked a lot better than that side of the table does. Right I'll bet it did. Absolutely. I'll bet it did. Yeah, Absolutely. it does today in those blue And they didn't now. both come with the same shirts on either. Matching here. All right, guys. The Cowboys had their first practice for yeah. the New York Giants yesterday. And on the Cowboys side of things, it was actually a knock on wood, pretty healthy day for them. You know, really with the only limited guy being Jordan Lewis. And Garrett said today he expects him to do a little more. But I'm sorry, fans. Don't get excited to see him this Sunday. Yeah. Right, Brian? Yeah, I think so, Tay. And, you know, if you uh, – uh, the only unhealthy person, I guess, is would be if you want to say Anthony Hitchens. Yeah, of Anthony course, it's from Hitchens. But, yeah, it was nice to have Jordan Lewis back on the field yesterday. And – you know, we don't get a chance to watch him completely practice. I, my guess is that he was probably doing some stuff with the scout team, you know, and because and, and, he's just working back in. And what we've learned about this team is they won't put these guys on the field, A, if they're com- they have to be completely healthy, which we think he is, and then B, he's going to need more practices before he even thinks about playing. At least a woozy A and a Woods have practiced enough in training camp mm-hmm. and played in the uh, the, the – blue and white practice that we had the other night 
to give you uh, that ability to say, okay, we are we think they're ready to go play in this football game. I mean, he's got to be a couple weeks away, right? I'm going to say he's closer to I'm, – I'm going to say this week, and then let's see where he's at next week. So one padded practice and he's ready to go? Well, I'm, I'm thinking about the whole week. I'm yeah, thinking I know, about, I'm, thinking, I'm about, thinking about playing in pads. Yeah, but, you know, if you think about him and his scout team work, and that's where I'm, I'm taking that angle right there with him, the scout team work. He's getting, he's getting eight snaps of seven on seven. He's getting eight snaps of team period. He's getting eight snaps of blitz period. He's getting 16 snaps – of a play action period so you know he's he's I think he's practicing 30 40 plays Mm -hmm. so if you put that together with three four days of work then you know we'll see I I think it's 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 way encouraging it helps to have Ben Wickery here in the meantime that's right I apologize for butchering his name he's there as Brian said he's you know he's a bridge for these next couple weeks at least yes until Lewis gets back a couple other good positive items there, Tay. Key Smith, who was injured, they're starting fullback late in training camp, full participant. And I don't see Ryan Switzer on this injury report at all. So is that a sign he's good to go Sunday? You would think so. I think fans, you know, I saw a good tweet from somebody yesterday, and we were talking about the breakout players from your poll. Mm-hmm. And they said, Ryan Switzer is my guy. So wow, maybe we'll see it in the first game, but he's got 15 more after that to show him something. That's right. Show him something in the return game and maybe a few snaps on offense. Well, I think it was good to see, you know, Tyron Crawford back in practice. and That's a key, it, too. Less, yeah. it, it lists him as full, by the way. It's not like he was limited after missing a month. Uh, and the other guy that they were kind of regulating was James Hanna, and he was listed as full, too. So that puts that tight end crew uh, 100% totally together. Yeah, but more importantly, though, you talked about Crawford. Yeah, and that's you know there there now I don't know if Crawford is going to start, but if he's part of the rotation, you know we've seen how they've played this. They've we've seen with with Lawrence and then Benson Mayawa went while Crawford was out might be the way they go and then you know rotate Crawford in as need. His the conditioning I know we always talk about that you know the first game you know I think both sides are going to have to figure out this conditioning, you know because you're not really these these starters haven't played in extensive work. In, in preseason games, but they have practice, so that's what you got to hope. We, we spoke to him in the locker room a couple of days ago. He said he wasn't worried so much about conditioning. It was more rustiness, getting his pad level low, getting his technique back, because it's been like 30 days since he's practiced. So, But I, I would think both would account for it because of lower body injury. There's no way he's been running like he normally does. Newly minted captain as well. That's right. This will be his first season as a Dallas Cowboys team captain. Not that that will make too much of a difference before, besides the coin toss, but I think it's Jason Witten still calls it right when he's on the road. When you're on the road, Jason, oh, still yeah, the yeah, call, yeah. he's yeah. still the caller, right? So you got a few new captains, by the way. You yeah. did. never Actually, have Nikki, been. Who, who's the other one? Well, it would be Orlando Scandrick. Oh, that's the one. And Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. Where's your 32 jersey? You should have worn it today. I had to give that back. Oh, that's too bad. I no. need to ask this question to the guys that have been here the longest because I don't know this to be true. Has there ever been a second-year guy uh, good to job, be Tay. Yeah, nominated as yeah. a captain? Come on, Mickey. Go through that Rolodex brain Come you on. have. I have no have idea. Notes? I feel like Frederick was one, maybe. Frederick, but he last year was his first year, I think. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Was but it's about second year in the I'm league, not, right? Yeah, I'm talking about, you know, obviously no rookies, mm-hmm. but a second-year guy – Definitely makes a difference because he is the quarterback, so the leadership aspect there. But 
Quincy Carter. I'm trying to think of those days. No. Yeah, Romo was in his fourth, he, fifth year. He would have time. messed up the coin toss. No, but uh, how, how about Aikman then? He. I would think Aikman. Maybe yeah. See, Aikman 90. in '90 would have been his second year. Somebody tweet that to us. Yeah. Let us know yeah. because that's an interesting one. Except they don't. Me really list that do they we'll look into that one that's a great question i just wonder around the league if that's the case i know it, it's happened I like mean, someone like Jameis winston last exactly year, ben roethlisberger yeah. i mean after his i mean yeah you have to think of quarterbacks that that their first year you know amen had a good presence is carson wentz a captain this year Kent? absolutely yeah there you go maybe we got somebody from philadelphia listening to our show hey, philly people oh we do apparently it's appointed weekly for the eagles Oh, so they change them. That's different on the game or who's active. I don't know. Doug Peterson doing that there. Hmm. A couple of teams like that. I wonder if. Odell so does Beckham the captains Peters. really do anything other than walk out for the coin toss? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you minimizing? I'm just asking. Captains. No, no. I no, think, I'm I asking. Think they do. I think if you they have captains meetings or no, something. You know what? I think I think they're looked at in if you have a players only meeting. You know when they if if things go bad or, right or maybe things are going good. Maybe you know as a young player. To me, a young player, I would lean on my captain. If there's a guy that maybe I'm having an issue, maybe I don't quite understand why coach isn't playing me, or maybe I'm trying to figure out, wait a minute, why am I on the practice squad? You know, maybe you go up to a captain and say, listen, you know, you've got experience. What, what do I need to learn here? Well, I think Orlando Skandrick being named a captain goes into exactly your narrative. He, yeah. You've said that he's had this offseason as sure. far as, hey, I realize my time is – limited here in the NFL. I'm going right. to help out some of these guys. I'm going to yeah. be more of a leader than I have been in past years. And him being elected that shows that you're right in your point. Yeah, I, I think that, that, that to me the captain is the guy that, that if a young player wants to pull a guy aside or ask a question without going to a coach, I think that's where the captains kind of play in. Maybe a captain notices a young guy struggling. Maybe you see a guy sitting in his locker and you walk over to him and say something. Point yeah. of pride. And yeah. Also, who, who's the point man on offense? Who calls the plays? Dak. Right. Calls him out at the line of scrimmage. Who's who's the point man on defense? Sean Lee. So it's important. That's I natural. Think, yeah, but I think Dan it's – Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey's kind of the so do veteran a, guy of that group. Do they get a C on their chest? Yep. Like yeah. hockey? Uh, hockey. Yep. And, and, they, and it makes – it's actually gold, and so every star you have gets right. filled in. So Witten's is hey, around his back. Was Odell Beckham Jr. captain last year? Good question. Not sure, Kent. No, apparently it's Eli Manning, Jonathan Casillas, and a linebacker, yeah. Zach DeAussie. That's the snapper. For the Giants. Yeah, three. They do they have captains in the offense. NBA? I'm not sure. Sh- I don't think they do. Kareem's nickname was Does the it captain. Definitely do in the NHL. In the yeah. NHL, it's a lot more They about- don't have it in Major League Baseball, do they? I don't think so. Well, you that, I, the the manager. I mean, I've never I'm seen it out there. I'm getting bored of this real quick, like... Now, Odell Beckham Jr., not a captain, but he did not practice yesterday. Cowboys fans on their hands patiently waiting sure. for what's going to happen. Is he going to play? Status. I don't I, – I have my doubts. Is he going to play? If he doesn't practice today, I, I have strong doubts. Is he going to play? I'm going to say no. Am I the only one that's going to say yes? Why, you, why you do say you yes? say yes? I think they will. Yep. They will prop him up. And send him out there. I could yeah. see that, but I think Rob makes a there. good point, though. If Rob, you know, the fact that yesterday everybody was quick to show video of him, you know, running around in pre-drills and stuff like that, and oh, he looks like he's moving well, and then you get the practice report and he's like a, a DNP, right? So if he DNPs today, he ain't playing. You get to Friday, and it's like you said, it's a kind of a cleanup day. You, here, yeah. it's a lighter practice anyway. So yeah. he's. A I have my guy. doubts. I have my doubts there. I mean, I, you know what, to me, I, I just kind of feel like that 
he he's an unusual cat. I, you know, and I'm not going to say he's not tough, but I, you know, I, I think he's one of those guys that worries about himself more than he worries about the team. You think they do a little something, something on Sunday and send him out there? Something, something. What's that mean? You know, just give him a little something to get him out there to play. Somehow You're saying to take a and shot? And you can only do it once. So you do it the day of the game. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, if, I don't know if he'll take a shot, if that's what you're saying, something, something. I think he realizes, you know, I was hearing some people that, oh, he'll just sit this game out. But this is week one division game. Sunday oh, no, football. you guys, I, I don't disagree. Did with we you ever get a degree on his sprained ankle? Well, it, it wasn't a wasn't a high sprain. No, he, he basically passed out with pain in the in the locker room at, you know. Or, and then he arose from then, the pain, yeah, right? Lazarus. To, yeah. Yeah, but I, to, to me, if he, yeah, if he doesn't. Lazarus. If he doesn't. If he doesn't practice today, you know, we'll see. I, I, I would be worried about it. Are you thinking something long-term here? You well, go out there I, and play. That, that, might, be, that might be something they're you, worried about you, is you try to go out on a battle. You're trying ankle. to win the war. Yeah. You're trying to win the battle to win the war. I don't like comparing Odell to Des Bryant, and a lot of fans do it, and it's very easy to do so because they both play with such passion. They're key members of their team's offenses. But he does, in this instance, the way that he's handling his injury reminds me similar of how Des has handled injuries in the past. Like, hey, don't count me out. You know, and then just sure you could be right because the player does not decide if they can play or not. I want that. To no, be that's absolutely true. That's the player absolutely never true. makes that decision. It really comes down to the medical staff, and so these players want to play. Sure, it, it is a long season. He's their guy, and if it's a thing with an ankle where it could be a lingering deal, then maybe they feel like he needs another week of rest. We'll we'll find out. I thought I, he pulled I think out his knee when he first happened. It, it, looked, saw it, on it tape. looked bad. It looked real bad. Yeah. Is Jack Rabbit playing? Him hey, dumb tell, face us, spoke. tell us who Jackrabbit is, Mickey. That was kind of an interesting thing at Boy, that just, press conference. That just ruined your morning, didn't it? <laughs> it was, yeah. You were sitting next to the guy, too. It, it was just so flippant. Tell, we, we, tell we, everyone listening the story that you're talking about. Jason Garrett got asked by, I guess he was from the New York Post. I think the New York Post. And he, and he wanted to find out if Janoris Jenkins, uh, how Dez was going to deal with Janoris Jenkins covering him. And he, and he goes, so how's Dez going to do with Jackrabbit? And that's basically what Jason said. <laughs> yeah. Jackrabbit. Yeah, I think, As if everyone knows that nickname. I'll tell you what, I you think know? the guy, it's a bit. I think the guy would want to bet. You got 20 bucks? I bet. I bet somebody at the post said, listen, you ask a Jackrabbit question, I mean, you got lunch for a Janoris week. Janoris Jenkins, great player. He's not, player. That's not a Megatron nickname where everybody kind of knows it, you know? Yeah. That's kind of a hit. Dave Hillman nickname. said that next week on the conference call, he'll ask Vance Joseph if he's gonna how he's planning for DJ Duffelbag. Yeah. Let's see if Dave <laughs> actually follows through with his word and does that because I'm sure that Vance Joseph will be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have musicians on the field. That might have been Jason's greatest answer ever. Well, he looked at him. I looked at when he, when the question was asked. I looked at Garrett, and he kind of like, kind of like gave it that. That kind of that what? What are you it, asking there? I think it was seriously. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hey, we're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. and his injury and where the degree is. And somebody who scared the Giants early on in training camp was Sterling Shepard, the wide receiver in his second year. He was a contributor for them last year. He actually had his first touchdown in week one against the Cowboys. How is Scandrick, newly minted captain Orlando Scandrick, going to play against Sterling Shepard this weekend? Got that, Mickey? Well, do they put him in the slot or do they put Odell Beckham in the slot? They put they put Shepard. They put Shepard in the slot. Normally, normally that's where he they, does most. But of where work. did Beckham 
kill him last year, wasn't it? Out of the slot, it was out of the slot on the one play. Yes. When he got he got lost, yeah. or the yeah. Cowboys got lost. The Cowboys got they, lost. Yeah. They drafted Shepard to kind of be their Beasley, a guy working the middle of the field, slot yeah. type guy, more quicker than fast. You know, and I, yeah. and Orlando's done a nice job. He's the two games that he played last year against the Cowboys. He was only targeted four times in each game, which was the lowest numbers he's had. So that gives you a little bit of a uh, little hope that, you know, that Skandrick – Skandrick's healthy. I think that's the most important thing. Full offseason. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, he'll have a chip on his shoulder. There's no doubt. We always say that about him. He'll have a chip on his shoulder. He always wants to try and prove people wrong. You know, this is a year he's really going to push now for to try and make a Pro Bowl. He's, what, 10 seasons in? 10th year. Yeah, so, you know, he's got to – he even said it. You know, he's got to figure out, you know, how to do this. And I think he has. And so the health is there. You know the opportunity to to cover a guy like Shepard, and especially if uh, you know if uh, if uh, Odell doesn't play, then it's going to come down to Shepard, and it's going to come down to Marshall, plus the tight end Ingram. You know those are the three you're going to have to worry about if there's no Beckham in this game. So, yeah, it, it'll be a good matchup. I'm and, excited. Yeah, and 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 can Orlando keep him uh, in check? That's going to be a, that's going to be a key to this game. Well, who's their next wide receiver? Their next wide receiver out of which side? Just whoever. Roger Lewis would start probably. It would be over Shepard. Marshall. No, no Marshall, Marshall would play and Shepard. Shepard and then, and then Roger Lewis the would third, play because yeah. they have three. Yeah, exactly. And they'll so, start three. Yeah. Tavares King is also on their roster. Yeah. So yeah, it would be Roger Lewis would be the guy. He's number eighteen. So yeah, it, it's to me it's it's going to be key. Yeah, if he doesn't play, you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you should be grateful for that. You know, we so always, Dwayne Harris. They wouldn't put him in there as no, a starting wide receiver. I don't think so. Special teams, man. Yeah. Hey, the Cowboys are very excited because Jason Witten did sign an extension in the offseason. He's entering his 15th season in the NFL. But you can't forget that Eli Manning is also entering his 14th year in the NFL. Never missed a game for the Giants. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How is he going to fare in this opening game, 14th year? You know what? To me, we, we talk about their skill position guys, and they have great ones. They added Brandon Marshall, Evan Ingram. We've talked about him a little bit, the rookie tight end. But to me, it starts up front for them, and can they protect him, and can they run the football? Because one thing they didn't do in the offseason was really upgrade or change their offensive line. They've got two young tackles, Eric Flowers and Bobby Hart. And when you read about them up, up north, I mean, that, that's the talk, is how, how can this offensive line protect Eli, and how can they run the ball? They were 29th in rushing last year, so can Paul Perkins put Eli in good situations down in distance? Yeah, they're twice? one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to running for four yards a carry. That's kind of your benchmark. They were darn near, I think they were 27th or 26th in the league when it came to running the ball for four-plus yards, where the Cowboys were one of the best, you know, with Zeke and the way he's able to do it. It's a problem for the Giants. They don't have much balance there, and it, and it affects them on other downs, too. When they, they get in trouble on second down, they're one of the worst teams in the league when it comes to converting second downs to first downs. And then, and then it, subsequently it puts them in bad shape in third downs, which is another a little bit more of a problem for them. So, yeah, they, they, they like Rob says, they haven't done anything with their offensive line. You know, With Manning, it's not about the sacks. Like we talked about, he was the third least sacked quarterback in the league last year. Pressure. That's where pressure the pressure is the what it causes him the problem. When you blitz him, rush him, he's a 75% rated passer that way. Hmm. So you got to find ways to get to him. Force him to make throws. When you blitz him, he tends to have even more problems. So, you know, we have to keep an eye on how is the Cowboys rush going to be able to affect him if at all. Don't focus on the sacks, focus on the pressure.
Hey, they would have finished 30th last year in rushing if it wasn't for their last possession against the Cowboys in the first game, if mm. you remember, when they basically almost ran out the clock and rushed for 50 yards right. in the game. So they didn't run the ball well the whole game. Right. And then it got to the point where you needed to stop them. And they couldn't they ended do it. up got like two or three first downs and drained the clock, which caused Terrence Williams not to get out of bounds yeah. in time. Terrence, don't do that this weekend. Terrence, nope. keep keep an eye. Football intelligence. Keep an eye. Hey, we'll be right back on Talking Cowboys. We have a game for you. Brian brought us prepared a game for you. It's going to be fun. Oh, stay We're, my beating heart. Save him, save him. But come back and join us for the second segment of Talking Cowboys. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credit start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. Bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together You picked up a spare but you're craving something better A thirst froze deep inside, you don't know what to do You crave a nice cold Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you Crave Rider You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper Crave Rider When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do Pick up an ice cold 20 ounce bottle today Dr. Pepper I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboy rob this is your big opportunity is it mick well thank you in football adjusting your plays are key to a win but underwear adjustments are something we'd rather avoid that's why there's tommy john the 21st century men's underwear that never rides up tommy john no adjustment needed shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommy john dot com forward slash cowboys hey, cowboys it's it's yours that, you've yeah. graduated yeah 
That's your read. Just keep that read on that side of the table. Fair enough. Appreciate all those listening in, especially appreciate Jasenia because she tweeted at us, cleared up some confusion about the captain situation. She said the NFL began to allow teams to actually announce team captains beginning in 2007. So there we go. Hmm. There we go. Are you there? We'll just have to. They just let whoever wanted to go out and call the toss. Yo, go out. Go ahead, walk. I think, you know, a neat thing, and real quick, we move on from this captain talk because I know it's getting thing. The Titans did an honorary captain of a man who's suffering from ALS. So, very special there. They said, you know, obviously he's a huge inspiration for the team. So, hats off to you, Titans. But, Brian. Did you notice? With no further ado. Can can I say one more thing about it? You're going to. (laughs) Did you notice that a lot of times Romo would not walk out there for the coin toss? And one day I asked him, I said, what's the deal? Yeah. He goes, you know, I got things on my mind. Sure. I don't want to walk out there and act like I'm old buddy-buddy with these guys right. and shaking hands. He goes, I don't want to talk to anybody. I'll just play the game. He can now in his sketchers. But, Brian, let's play the game. Sketches, yeah, sketchers. I like that. Here we go. Just for the uh, for the panel, anybody can answer these questions. I won't make them individual. We don't have to hit a button. You don't have to hit a button, one. Mickey, but you can answer the first one if you want. <laughs> Behind-the-scene player that will make the biggest difference in this game. Behind-the-scene player. I I think I have one. Go. Go, go for it if you, you go. You hit your button first. Yep. I did. Taylor Stern. And I'm going to tell you a hint, and it doesn't give it away. His last name is Smith, not Tyron, not oh. Keith. Not Jalen, but the brother Rod Smith. Wow. Rod Smith, there you go. I think he's a behind-the-scenes player that yeah. will have a few impact games this year, and I think the Giants week one will be one of them. There's a lot on the Smith brothers. I don't know if you guys knew this, but they're the 35th brother duo to be on an active roster. Very nice. So, Wow. Hey, Rod Smith. Rod Smith, I like out. it. Special teams. Is he going to be active? His, yeah, I think he will. I think he will. I think Rod Smith might even – I think Rod Smith – Maybe if he's active, be the kickoff some, returner. Some kickoff return, special teams, maybe even get some carries. Come on, R. Smith. Yeah, come on, R. Smith. You got so a guy who's make, sitting. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get the inactives on tomorrow. Friday. Yeah, that's oh. right. Play the game. Who's your behind the scenes? Who's behind player? the scenes guy? Does Anthony Brown count behind the yes. scenes? Sure. Yes, sure. Why not? He's not a starter. One. Yeah, Anthony Brown. Why? Why? Well, he will start. Well, because they'll nickel. start in yeah, nickel. Okay, nickel. I just think that he has been the forgotten guy in the secondary. Everybody's so fired up about all the young guys. Mm-hmm. Well, he's one of the young guys. Oh, I'm excited for Anthony Brown. I'll go with James Hanna blocking for that run game. They didn't have him in both games last year, and I think their total run yardage was like, you know, less than 200 yards in two games. So he's an underrated part of that group, and uh, he's on the injury report, but he's practicing fully, so – Need him. He's probably super hungry to play right now, too. I'll, I'll I mean, bet. Brian, we saw him last year. It was every yeah. day he was out there doing rehab and just trying to get back there. Start Sunday. Yeah, I'm going to go with a guy. I'm going to go with a new guy. I'm going to go with Brian Price, the defensive tackle. I think with him rotating with Steven Paya, I think we're going to see some things from him. So I would say that maybe a behind-the-scenes guy that not many people know about get an opportunity to, show, uh, to shine opening day. Guys, worry more about Odell Beckham, and this if he plays, worry more about Odell Beckham or Landon Collins. Saw both of them at the Pro Bowl last year, so they're both legit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always worried about Beckham if he plays. I, I just he's, he's a game-breaker. We've seen it. Most every time he plays the Cowboys, he makes a big play that leads to a touchdown or is a touchdown. 
Uh, but that's Collins is clearly one of the best defensive players in the league. Now. Yeah, funny story about Landon Collins. When he was at the Pro Bowl, he was very nice to everyone, and we were talking, and I said, where were you picked in the draft again? <laughs> he was picked below Byron Jones. Yeah, second round. He was second round. Yeah. Wow. Second round. Yeah. And so I said, oh, did you ever think about coming to the Cowboys? And he said, I would have loved to, but after that Byron Jones pick, I, I didn't I think wasn't I was going, going that there. way. You get, you go, you're going with Beckham? I'm Beckham. Tay? Yeah, if Odell Beckham Jr. plays, that's going to be, besides Ezekiel Elliott, that's going to be where all the cameras are. If he's gimped up a little bit and not exactly 100%. Pick on him. I think that I think that, that maybe that you could find a way to cover him if he's if he's limping around and having to deal with that. Landon Collins can ruin your game. Why? Because well, he can cover. He could take your tight end out of the game. He could play in the slot. He's the eighth guy in the running game too. If the Giants get hat on hat, if you play hat on hat and you don't account for him, he will make every single tackle within the four yard line box. You know who is always thought of Landon Collins as a nemesis? Dak Prescott. Back in the Alabama, Alabama days, days, Landon Collins had Dak's number. Yeah, he got him in interceptions a few times. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Here, speaking of uh, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott question: Dak Prescott averaged four point seven five four point seven five yards per attempt in his two games against the Giants last year. That was the worst that he had for any any team any game. What does you think? What do you think his yards per attempt will be for this game? Give me a number. I think it will rise, but I think the same matchups present themselves. So I'll say six. You've been talking about this the whole time that the, the Cowboys struggled to get open on this. Well, yeah, and I, I know the first game the narrative was well they kind of dumbed down the game plan because it was his first five point four, yeah, five point oh four, right? Beasley there. had a lot of catches underneath, but you watch that second game in particular, and there just wasn't a lot of open receivers. In that so game. will it alarm you if I tell you that Dak passed for more yards than Eli Manning in both in t- it combined in both games? No, I'm just saying. Well, I'm, I'm at the question. So, yeah, I'm just, so I, I'm yeah, just no, pointing was, it out. Manning was terrible. There's no doubt about that. And and the Cowboys in that opening game kept the ball for 36 minutes. Red zone 36 was bad, though. 36 minutes. They kicked field goals from the five and the yeah. seven. What yeah. was the average per attempt? 4.7. That is low. Wow. Yeah. That was the lowest. Really low. That was the low. That was his average for two games. What was his highest? Do you know by chance? I, I know. Bears, I believe, at 11 9. was his highest one. Hmm. Says a lot about the quality of that defense. It really does. What's, what do you might say a lot about a rookie quarterback starting his first game in the National I Football just, League. I just pointed out that that was a factor. Yeah. But that second game, neither quarterback, there were not, neither, okay. neither offense was any good I, that I'll day. Fine, but it wasn't snowing either. That don't blame the weather. So I why mean, did was, so the, the Cowboys' big tough defense held the Giants to two hundred and sixty? Yeah, yards. I think. Right, John they, Lee had they were, a great. They, yeah, they were eight. Yeah, they they were eight of fifteen. On, I think the Giants had fifteen possessions, and eight of them went eight uh, three uh, three and out. Both teams all, all, finished with yeah. two hundred and sixty yards. Yeah, one team went one for fifteen on third down. That was the Cowboys, and the Giants went two for fourteen. Throw That's a number fine. at me, Mickey. Throw a number at me. At for what? Dak Prescott's yard per attempt again this seven. Net. He's going to go over seven. Tay, you got a number? Eight point two. There we go, it's, Robert. It's impossible not to give the Giants credit, though. Their defense for what they did. Okay, what's wrong? And, with and that? so the Cowboys' defense was every bit as good. I'm not even talking. We're not talking about the Cowboys' defense. We're talking about what the Giants did. 
Giants Cowboys on still had 328 total yards they didn't in score that first points. game. No scored points. six points. Yeah. yeah, with a rookie quarterback playing his first game and a rookie running back who had touched the ball that wasn't in preseason first game. maybe that four wasn't times. His first game. Well, what talking about what about the, about the we're talking about the December, December game. game? Well, I'm talking about the first game. Well, we've been talking. It's about time for Mickey's minute. Thank you. Basically, speaking of bad quarterback play, how many times will the defense intercept Eli Manning in this game? Wow, good question. Um, well, in the second game, since we were talking the second game, yep, they intercepted division, them twice. Right. More than two? I'll I, say they get a pick. Get one or two? I got two. Two. One from Jeff Heath, one from <laughs> Orlando Scandrick. Yes. Oh, it'd be nice if Orlando Scandrick yeah. Oh, they'll off. both be Jeff Heaths. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go with two as well. I think you find a way to pressure him. Make, you know, get, get some rush home on him. You know, make him, make him have to, to cough the ball up. He'll do that for you. Speaking of that, guys, Cowboys' best pass, excuse me, Cowboys' best pressure will come from this player. Marcus Lawrence. I'll say Benson Mayowa. No, Malik Collins. Middle rush. Middle rush, middle not rush. edge rush. Middle rush, yeah. Malik. Say, you say, you said Lawrence? I said Lawrence. Malik Collins? What about you, Tay? I think it's old Benson Mayo. <laughs> there it is. He's just All right. Going to come out here with the rush and ready to go and say, "Hey, I've heard you guys. Here I am." I like what I like with the I like with the I like the uh the Collins one myself. I like them attacking the middle. I mean, it, He's and, been the best As much as bad as Flowers has played for them, mm-hmm. the middle pressure is what gives him the most problems. So, I'm I'm going to say that. I have to put another hat on and bow out right now. All right. Adios. Steven Jones just showed up for hey, don't brag about it. weekly interview. Just All go, right. Just go, go do, your, do you. Do, go do your job. We'll, we'll take care of Papa John's back Absolutely. here. As we, as we continue on Let's go. with the gang of three, the New York Giants will struggle with this player defensively. The New York Giants will struggle with this. Ooh, I got a good one. I think it's going to be old Jeff Heath. I think Jeff Heath is coming in. No, here. no, defensively. Defensively. The Giants defense. The Giants will defense will struggle with oh. this Cowboys offensive player. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, my bad. My, that, poorly said. formed question there. The New York Giants will struggle with this player defensively. Okay, yeah. I actually I see what you're saying. Yeah, I thought yeah. they meant like their Yeah, own. what Cowboy offensive player? I'll go with Beasley. He was super productive in the two games. He's Dak's safety blanket. I I think he'll have some opportunities underneath working in the middle of the field. I think Jason Witten. You know, he only needs 17 yards to surpass <coughs> Michael Irving for the team's all-time receiving yards. It's, I mean, yeah, he's been here 15 years, but it's still. very, very goat-like. I'm surprised you know? neither, nobody went with, and we know what the front seven is for the Giants. I'm surprised nobody went with Ezekiel Elliott. Well, he ran- I just haven't been preparing for him to be in this game yet. My mind is still <laughs> your, your mind not, You're not thinking about him being in the game? I'm still wrapping my head around it. I won't see it until he comes out wearing the crop top, yeah. you know, does the whole water spewing thing that Kent gets so beautifully, makes a wonderful gif out of. I, it's just then I'll be like, oh, this is real. Yeah, and at the risk of sounding like Mickey, he, uh, you know, he was playing his first NFL game that first game. when he aver- I think he averaged like 2.6 yards a carry. Yeah, I think he was feeling his way through this offensive scheme, and he ran better in the second game. I think yeah, hats on half. hats. Yeah, he yeah. Did. I think he'll have a better game this time around. The game that Ezekiel Elliott stood out to me so much last year was the Bears. 
you know, he had the hurdling, and that was really – I felt like, yeah, he did great. He did a good job in the San Francisco game. But that Bears game felt like a big come-out game for him. It yeah. was, yeah. And so to see that, I think maybe, – Maybe Tate, too, and, and Rob, the tough defense game was Pittsburgh. If you think about it, a, t- a team that, you know, being having to be physical, having to finish, I mean, he, he catches the screen, the way he finished the, the runs and stuff, they're going to need him to finish in this game. They really are going to need him to finish in this game. Maybe with that type of pressure that the Giants can get, maybe that screen game is part of this deal. We'll yeah, see. that's something that they've kind of gone to. The Cowboys have they've gone to more of a how you handle blitz. You handle blitz by getting the ball out quick, taking advantage of Beasley, taking advantage of, of uh, you know, of uh, – uh, anybody like uh, Williams, anybody they can get the ball to quickly and let them have blockers in front and go. Well, you said earlier, and we don't have to get into this too much, that Orlando Skandrick will be playing with the chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Zeke's going to be playing with the chip on yeah, his that's, shoulder. Yeah, that's why I was kind of – question. I was Especially thinking, if he's thinking this might be his only game. Sorry. Yeah, no, I, no, absolutely. I was thinking that to me that he's a guy that, you know, he, he could have the bit between his teeth. Last year they took two L's against the Giants. Can't afford, you know. Luckily, he it did. had never lost a game before well, prior to that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's it's crazy to think that way, but yeah, absolutely. This, I just feel like though that he is one of those guys that they're going to ride in this football game. I do too. It's going to be a grind. It's going to set. Game. It's going to set yeah. things up, other things up in the passing game to hopefully help him. Maybe Landon Collins doesn't hurt you. Maybe. Uh, you know, the the, the uh, Cromartie doesn't hurt you in the passing game. So, yeah. And then I hope that McAdoo admits that it does matter. Oh, sure. What running back sure. is playing. Absolutely. No, we all know that's just coach speak. But we'll go ahead and take our first break. Brian, I mean, our second break. Yep. Brian, wonderful game as ah, always. Thank you. We appreciate that. Job. Appreciate that. We'll be right back on Talking Cowboys. You guys can call us. The number is 214-872-2102. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere Compact Tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus, save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Jack Black products are carefully formulated with the finest natural ingredients and proven high-performance skincare technology. You'll find these performance products in the locker room at the Ford Center and in the luxury suites at AT&T Stadium. Go to our website at getjackblack.com and check out all of our game-changing products, including beard lube, our award-winning shave cream, and deep-dive glycolic facial cleanser, a Men's Health Award winner. Again, that's getjackblack.com. Nothing complicated, nothing cosmetic. 
just superior skincare. This is Talking Cowboys. Hey, you guys want to know what makes Papa John so great? <laughs> what, Robert? It's the ingredients. The veggies, fresh, never frozen. How about that pork and beef? 100% certified proud, Brian. Got it. Woo! Better ingredients? Better pizza. Papa, Papa John's. John's. I'll yeah. be ordering mine watching the game. I yeah. think it's a good excuse. Absolutely. Cheat day, Thursdays. <laughs> we're get with up at it. 5.30 going running, right? Yeah. We're in the final segment of Talking Cowboys here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. And, you know, before we get to the callers, you guys are there and we're going to get to you. But... We have to get to the poll because I think it's going to cause some interesting conversation. Yeah. Fortunately, Mickey is not here with us right now, but <laughs> he doesn't have a write-in. He doesn't have a write-in. That's okay. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, you mentioned Ben McAdoo's uh, comment about, hey, if there's nowhere to run, it doesn't matter who the running back is. And uh, I, I think his point was probably, hey, the Giants have to prepare for anybody and just have good sound run defense no matter who's in there. However... Good poll idea. How many rushing yards do you expect the Cowboys to have Sunday versus the Giants? You got three options. Mm. Between 50 and 100, 100 to 150, or over 150. Now, keep in mind, I, I think it's like under 200 for two games. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, it's incredible what the Giants do defensively. They, they, don't, give you a, they don't give you much space. I'm assuming that most people voted that middle. They did. 64% between 100 and 150. That's a nice, safe guess. Yeah, I, you know. Especially I, with Zeke in there. Yeah, I, th yeah. I just think that the Cowboys are going to have to find a way to win on first down. And in winning on first down with the Cowboys offensively is Ezekiel Elliott carrying the football. You know, they, they, we might see him get into a lot of what we call 13 personnel, you know, with the three tight ends. Now that they're all back, Tay, you talked about that. Rob, I think you talked about James Hanna as being that under-the-radar type of guy that's coming back that, that it's going to be a difference maker. I, I would not be one bit surprised if the Cowboys try and, 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 balance, the, and balance the Giants out and say, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll play 13 personnel and let Ezekiel Elliott get hat on hat. We've talked about that. The success that they were able to have against the Giants in that game at the Meadowlands was the ball was going to the outside. They were able to get the guards and the centers outside, and they were able to block on space. They made Apple, the corner, have to defend. They made Janoris Jenkins, who's not a bad run defender, made him have to defend. So, yeah, I, I think that to me it's, it's going to be about them winning on first down. Dallas can't afford to get in situations where it's second and nine, second and ten, second and eleven. Not that you're going to have many negative plays with Zeke, but you can't be in a situation where Dak Prescott's having to make throws on second and nine, second and eight maybe even right there, especially – if the receivers aren't finding ways to get open. There were a ton of those down and distance problems in the in the first game Dak played. Right. The, the opener last year. And a lot of a lot of like you said, second and eight, third and nine, third and ten, third and eleven. That's tough for a young quarterback. Yeah. It is, it is. Well let's get to the callers. We have Johnny in Salt Lake City on the line. Johnny, what's your question? Hey guys. Um I just wanted to ask you how concerned are you guys about the secondary going into this game? Uh me personally I mean, I, I know you said that uh, Norlin Carroll is kind of like a Brandon Carr, but I, I never really liked the kid. All I remember was Des Bryant uh, beating this kid like a year and year and year out. So um, other than that, uh, the rookie's not playing because they're injured. And then the Cowboys, even though it's a low investment, having to go get a guy like Benet. So I just wanted to hear you guys' take on that. Thanks. Good question. The guy, that, the guy that – it wasn't Nolan Carroll. Was it Bradley Fletcher? 
it was the one that Des Bryant always torched. Well, I think he he might be referring. I don't want to speak. I mean, the last game. I mean, yeah, Terrence Williams. Well, the the last game. Well, he he was talking about Des Bryant. I I think. Yeah, he meant. I think he might have meant Terrence Williams because Terrence Williams touchdowns that he had well, in the very last game yeah, were against Nolan yeah, Carroll. Yeah, Nolan Carroll gave up the one touchdown. I know that, and but I know that Br- Bradley Fletcher was a bad player for the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think people get Nolan Carroll and Bradley Fletcher. But it doesn't matter. It, it's still we're like the same number. Twenty-two and twenty-four. I think were the two numbers. So yeah, absolutely. But yes, yeah. The, worry about the secondary. I, I think you worry about the secondary in if. If it comes down to okay, how are you going to defend Evan Ingram? This is where this is where I think this game. I think when you know if it's Beckham and he's nicked, you know, keep an eye on that. Shepard, you feel like that maybe with Skandrick you got an opportunity there. The third guy playing is going to be Anthony Brown. You know, you feel pretty good about Anthony Brown. Nobody maybe. talks about him yeah. either. Nobody yeah. talks about, it, but he's yeah. if it's Anthony, it's if it's against Brand, if it's against Marshall, then that's you know that's your matchup. Yep. So now, what about Byron Jones? That's what I'm saying. How against, do, yeah, that, against Evan Ingram, but is it is it? Do you keep him deep to help with the over the over the yeah. field oh, downfield stuff, or do you play him near the line to prevent the crossing stuff? This is going to come down to a woozy. I was just going to say. And yeah, now, if you yeah, you know, yeah if yep. you don't feel comfortable about a woozy playing in this game, then you should have some concerns. You should absolutely have because they're going to find a way to have to play that he's going to have to match up whether it's. It, whether it's put Byron Jones down or maybe they mix that up. Maybe they play Byron Jones down against Ingram sometimes, play him back, then put a Wouzier in there, play some of their dime stuff. The, the, the chess game is going to be big in this one. But if you – it's veteran guys. It's veteran guys, but you're going to put rookie on rookie and see how it goes. Yeah. Coach Marinelli, I, I just feel like I would ask him these questions – he would tell me one line and be like, oh, it's all figured out, guys. We yeah. got this. We got it. We got it. Uh, yeah. how, you know, what do you think he would say, Kent? What would Coach Marinelli – I guess you guys are talking to the coordinators today. Just need to be more consistent, you know. Get after it. Stay solid. Aggressive. Be more consistent. What about playing a rookie, Coach? How do you feel about playing a rookie there? Oh, he'll get opportunity. Got to get in there and get reps. Opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity is priceless. Stay solid. It's a chance to get better every yeah. day. Yeah. A chance to get solid. better. <laughs> Jalen Smith, a lot of Twitter questions are coming in right now. Yeah. What can people expect his role to really be? I know he'll primarily be sharing the starting role with Durant, but how will he fare? Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a, of a snap count for him. We kind of talked about that yesterday. He, I don't think he's going to be a 60-snap guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Durant's a guy that he's missed some time, but he's a veteran. He says he'll be ready. I, I think with Jalen, maybe you see him play – between 20 and 30 snaps in this game? Is that fair? I would think that maybe that you would – me personally, I think they're getting him ready to play an extensive amount. A lot. I do. Okay. I think they're getting him – now, We I, I always say this, think of him and Justin Durant as one player. Who is the one player, though, that's taken the most practice reps? Who is the one player that's played in games? Jalen. Yeah. So, to me, the options are – do you play a guy that the veteran guy who might not be in football conditioning? Yeah, I mean he's in he's in conditioning as far as running and stuff like that. But the one thing that he hasn't done is practice extensively. I think they're I think that they're I think they're going to cut Jalen Smith loose on this one. I really really do. Everyone get excited. <laughs> well, How do you think he'll do though? Well, Even no, that's if they what I'm saying. Him- I think the health Tay is going to be fine. I don't worry about the conditioning. We've talked about this a bunch. 
the mental side of it. And the mental, I don't mean being a dumb guy. I mean, play with your eyes, see. The one problem he has is over-aggressiveness. Be calm with the way you attack the Giants. And, like, and he's, I, like he's too hyped because he's in there and he yeah, wants and to he, make and a he play. Over, and he, he overran overruns, a couple plays. Yeah, he overruns plays. Game. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so – Or Colts game. Yeah, I don't feel like that the drops are going to be a problem or the lateral stuff. I just, I just don't want him to be overly hyped in there and all of a sudden think that he has to make every single tackle. You're playing next to Sean Lee likely in the nickel. Sean Lee will make every single tackle if you just do your job. Be a good support player. Find a way to, to, to whatever they need you to do, be that guy. Don't go out and wear the red cape day one. You know, he's already got the cape on, if you think about what he's been through. You know, I, I admit this. I was he's totally not- wrong about the guy. But, but don't go out and be a hero. Go out and play your assignment. Play your keys. Don't overrun plays. That's the biggest problem. If the Giants make plays in the running game or, or make any type of really offensive play, it will be him overrunning and missing a tackle. That's a great point. Like, I, I can't blame him for being overhyped for this game if that's what happens. I mean, he's going to have family there. He's been – I mean, this is a moment he thought – I don't know if he thought it, but a lot of people thought he'd never have. Right. So. I am very excited. Now, we've talked a lot about the defense, but I feel like we'd be remiss if we do not mention what fans can look for in Taco Charlton yeah. this weekend. The first round draft pick, defensive end, will be playing his first regular season game. How, how do you guys expect him to be out there? You know, where is he going to play? What is his role really going to be? I would see him working into that rotate defensive end rotation. He's been on the right side. He's played some left side. Um, yeah, maybe he works in after Mayoa. If Mayoa is ready to go and he's healthy, maybe he's he's part of that group that comes in. Maybe in nickel situations too. We've seen him there too. Uh, I would expect him to get plenty of reps too in this game. Yeah, I I, I don't disagree at all. I, I think the rotation it's going to be about pressure in this game, and, it, and especially we keep saying this: if the Giants can't run the football with any consistency, now it's about turning around and trying to create pressure on the edge. Rob brought up the tackles for the Giants. Right. They they've had their shares of struggles. When you talk about you know, with Flowers and Hart, those aren't just, you know, guys that you say, okay, those are shut down offensive tackles. So, you know, let's see if, if, if Taco, in fact, can win at the line of scrimmage. Let's see if he can have a quick arm over move, rip move, something. Play him in a game. Play him in a twist stunt. Let him try and get home on some rushes. Maybe he could be that guy that, you know, we didn't talk about him as the behind-the-scenes player but maybe he could be a behind-the-scenes player. We've seen him play better. Well, McClay would be happy. Yeah, we've seen him play better in the preseason games as he's gone through them, so hopefully he can carry that in. All right, we have a caller on the line, Tony from Florida. Hope you're safe. Hope your family's safe. What's your question? Hi, thank you, guys. Um, um, I'm going to be traveling from Orlando this Saturday to attend the game uh, for this uh, weekend, and I'm so excited. Good. I think Zeke will be a big difference for the game. And uh, I think we'll win, uh, but uh, I just have one question. What's the chances that Zeke will continue playing for the whole year? I know it's up to the court, but uh just want to take uh, – You play fantasy you know, football? Your, you play fantasy football, you Tony? You play, you, play, huh? you play fantasy football? Uh, no. You I'm don't? Okay, I thought maybe this was a fantasy it. question. <laughs> tell me no, if I, you're playing. Yeah, tell me if you're just, playing. Just a Cowboys fan. Yeah, well, safe travels to you, and, and, and welcome to Texas when you get here. I hope everything's okay when you – uh, get back Thank home. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, I would love to know. I mean, you want to you want to you want to put odds on an injunction, on a win? Go ahead. No, I'm, I mean I'm asking you to. Would you I, like to? I, or you, I, you have no clue. I don't have a clue. Would you say it's at sixty percent or more that he gets an injunction? He gets an injunction. 
I mean, if you go off precedent and Brady got one, then maybe you think, okay, yeah, there's, there's a chance, but it's every case is different. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have a feeling about this. Yeah, I've tried to I, – I know we got in a huge discussion about it yesterday. It's, it's hard. We're beating our heads against the wall talking about it. You, you know, as – I'm one of these guys that and, – and even my own mom came out after listening to the show yesterday and said, Brian, he has to clear his name, doesn't he? You know, and I, I'm not saying he doesn't have to clear his name. You I were think, just saying a distraction. I, 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 it, distraction may be a bad word, but I, I just want to – I would just like to get – I don't – put it this way, and, and I'll stop after I say this. I just don't see this getting better. You know, the more that the more that it goes through the courts, the more people are paid to dig and, and find out things. And, you know, I, I think it's you're to a point where, yes, you know, we know what we know now, but if this thing goes on another six months, you know, what else are you going to find out? What else are you it's not? A hard know? life to live. Yeah, and and, and, and I think that yeah, move. and I know he's one thing wrong. I know he wants to clear his name. And mom, you're absolutely right all the time. I, I totally agree with you about that. Good man. But but I will say this though, I, there comes a point in time where you have to say, I just you know for the best, I just don't want them to continually dig. I mean, the NFL is a huge, huge, huge business. Well, yesterday, Mickey mentioned that there were 34 players suspended on yeah. that were released on Saturday. Sure. Great point. But Ezekiel Elliott led the league in rushing last season. Yes. And the, there is a microscope on that guy. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, and you know, and especially if this turns into a big – it's already a big case. But the more that you have to prep to get ready for a, a further case down the line – then, you know, what else is going to come out? What else is going to harm Zeke? See, I'm not thinking about the team here. I'm thinking about Zeke. I'm thinking about what else out there do we not know about? Well, I, yeah, but it's already – the allegations are already bad. And he's, he's in a situation where he clearly – like Jerry has said, there's no clear evidence here. I would be so mad if I was in that situation and clearly – claim I'm innocent, I'm going to fight it, Brian. Like, I, sure. I, I just I, – I don't care what else comes out. Like, I don't want that attached to my name. Okay. Do you guys know who Willie Sneed is? Yeah. Yeah. He had an appeal. It got approved. It's down to three games. People didn't even talk about that. It's no. Ezekiel Elliott yeah. is the main topic But his was – it was his – His was alcohol. Yeah, yeah, alcohol. And not, I'm not comparing this as – Right. So, please don't tweet me and say different suspensions. All I'm comparing is that – there is so much interest in Ezekiel Elliott, whether just, he is on the playing field or not. Yeah. And so to say all these things about these other players being suspended and that it's not just here and all this yeah. stuff, it's unfair. I but just worry about further carnage is what I worry about. There is a question, though, about other suspended players. Yeah. Damian Wilson and Nolan Carroll. Yeah. Bobby wants to know, are they eligible to play Sunday? Yeah. I mean, we haven't heard anything from the league, you know, and they weren't part of the 35 or so names that Mickey mentioned yesterday on the waiver wire. So – or from the other day. So yeah, until further notice, uh, all those, uh, they'll be all available and, and likely play. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Which concerns you more? Jamie wants to know the run game. If Zeke goes ahead or how the O line performs with a new left guard and right tackle stepping in, assuming this is past week one. Cause he says, you know, Zeke playing ahead. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, uh, especially if you don't have Zeke in there and you don't have a guy that can get you a couple extra yards on a play that maybe shouldn't go as yeah. far as it does. Fourth and one play in the yeah. lands, yeah. I, I mean, I think you've got to factor in both. Um, I, I think they'll figure out this left guard situation at some point and, and, and roll with the guy, and you hope that both guys stay healthy and it's not a situation where Chaz gets hurt again and they've got to put, put Cooper in. 
Um, I'd be more concerned with the running game sustaining if there's no Zeke in there for six weeks. Sustaining? I think that's fair. Yeah. Mickey, how do you feel about this O-line moving forward? Will they figure it out? I worry about it from the start. I think that both guys, if they stay healthy, will improve. But are they ready September 10th? Are they ready September 17th? You know, it may be one of these things where you get better as you go along, but they count the early games. Yeah, I, I, I've had the, the, the concern about Chaz Green. I, I've said it a bunch. I think he's one of the best five they've got. But, you know, and every time they put him into it, plugged him into a situation, he's exceeded what I thought, you know, initially. I was a little, a little worried about this. But, you know, at the guard spot, I don't think it's his best position but hopefully that he'll overcome any shortfalls that he has. It'll be difficult in this game. It's two big physical inside players for the Giants. You're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to be tough in the middle of that pocket because it's not going to be easy running the football for sure. I saw an interesting stat today and what we're talking about the offensive line. You said the start and that's what scares me because the Dallas Cowboys are the only team this season who are facing straight four games against top 10 defenses right. from the 2016 season. Uh, yeah. Obviously, that's that's something to look at. And if you got yeah. an O-line and you're worried about them to start, how are you going to fill them week four? And a lot of the, the strength of those defenses is their front. You right. Know, you look at the Rams and Denver. And Arizona. Arizona, and especially this Giants team. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey, totally you, you finding the research on that? I had a, I, When you said that, it, it gave me pause, and I was trying to remember the first four teams. So I'll go ahead and tell they, you. The Dallas Cowboys are the only team to open 2017 with four straight games against top ten total defenses from last season. New York Giants, Denver, Arizona, and L.A. Rams, yeah. Okay, so I, my, my thought was they're going to have to play four straight games against teams that had winning records last year, and that's not the case. Yeah. No, top 10 total defense. The Rams didn't quite. Uh, a question no. with a lot of those teams is can they score points? Exactly. But, but yeah, I mean, defensively, they're going to challenge Dak. They're going to challenge Zeke if he's available for those games. No question. What do you think they're saying they're, they're, if they're, Zeke's there? They're probably thinking, they're probably praying that Zeke's not there. Yeah. Most players will tell you. Oh, they're no, petitioning uh, yeah. Harold Henderson. Most teams will tell you that those guys will say, oh, no, I don't care. I want to play against the competition. That's a lie. They, 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 you look for the easiest path to win a football game. There's only 16 of these. They're hard to win. Yeah, don't they're hard to win. A, uh, Von Miller and all them would like to get past this O line. They would rather play against. They would rather play against whoever your backup tackle is. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the players always say, "Oh, bring." It doesn't matter. But deep down inside, trust me, I've been on the field with players <laughs> before the game. This is a what, former player talking. Yeah. No, I've, I've been on the field of NFL games where where I've I've had players walk up to me and say. He doesn't look like he's going today, does he? I'm saying it doesn't look like it. And they go, oh, that's good. That'll help us. Hey, you're wearing a Super Bowl ring, and I remember one time asking you about that, and you said <laughs> you have to be very lucky, lucky lucky to get a Super Bowl ring. Absolutely. And sometimes luck, unfortunately, comes with other people's misfortune. Yep. Nobody Absolutely. remembers really who didn't play. They just remember who won the game. Yep. When it comes five years from now. Yeah. So win the game. Larry Allen flew. Larry Allen flew. No one cares about that. Yeah. Tomorrow, Mickey kind of hinted at it already, but we're going to get to game predictions. We're going to get to our guesses for the inactives and get ready to watch the Cowboys take on the Giants at AT&T Stadium Sunday Night Football. Join us tomorrow for Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, guys?